everybody. Welcome back to another great edition of The Hop with Gabe and Steven. I'm Gabe. That's Steven. You are here for round 75. Three quarters of a century. Oh boy. Can you believe it's round 75? And what a a brewery we have for round 75. Yes, we do. In New England again, we're back up in the great Green Mountain state of Vermont. We're visiting 14th Star Brewing out of Vermont, brewery Woo. that I'm familiar with. Breweries, yes. I've uh, had their beers before, spent a lot of time in Vermont, as I've mentioned on the show. And 14th Star is just one that's up there killing it, crushing it, doing the yeah. things. Old Reliable. We've got two beers on this episode that... If you've listened in the past, these are styles that we are big fans of. So I'll let you guys figure that out. I won't give yeah, any, I'll, not too many spoilers. I mean, I'll just give it away. We're doing all IPAs today, guys. <laughs> like, if you don't like IPAs, you know. <laughs> we went in very different directions for Gabe that. Gabe was like, yeah. let's tease it. No, let's just <laughs> no, hit him with it right now. Yeah. Let's just beat it over the head. We're doing, it's an IPA heavy episode. Yes. That's what it is. If you're an IPA lover, you'll love it. If you're an IPA hater, Keep listening. We're really fun people. Yeah, we'll just come have a good time. You don't have just to drink what we're drinking. But uh, yeah. yeah, I poured <laughs> poured one. I can already smell it. So I'm I'm getting excited. Oh yeah. Um. Thank you everyone who has hit us up on social media and followed the show, liked, subscribed over the past seventy five episodes. It does mean the world to us. And if you haven't done so already, I would encourage you to go over and follow the HO podcast at the HO podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We are active on there. We are responsive on there. We love talking to everybody that we have talked to and whatnot. So engage with us, please. Send us beer suggestions. Send us brewery suggestions. Send us beer itself. That's like one of our favorite things you could do. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you're listening to us. On Apple, apparently you have to follow a podcast now. You don't subscribe to it. That's a new Ah. update that's happening. So... If it makes a difference to you, you can follow the show on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rate and review over there. Uh, Five stars would be ideal, but we'll take any amount of stars we can get. And the reviews are so important, guys. It helps us tailor the show to you. It helps us make the show better for you. So if you have a second and you are a regular listener or a new listener and you just want to share your thoughts, please review us on Apple Podcasts. We do read them and we do appreciate them. And finally, we are on the YouTubes. We are a video podcast every single week. You can spend an hour looking at our beautiful faces on YouTube. Just search for the Hoppa Craft Beer Podcast. You can subscribe to the show. And once you've done that, you can click the bell. You will get a notification whenever an episode drops or a fun bonus video from time to time. We tease it every week, but one will eventually actually appear there. Let us know what breweries to hit up next. Let us know what breweries to repeat. Let us know if we should try other things. Uh, I think we're due for a cider episode, Stephen. We're way overdue. We're way overdue. So, uh, you know, if you're interested in things like that, you know, uh, if maybe we can do an entire sour episode, you know, let us know. We are here for you. Gabe. Yeah. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? No, they're out somewhere. I, I have to call them, but um, I don't know. They'll, they'll come back home eventually. Maybe we should just do the news and notes for now. That was my news tease. Did you like that? <laughs> news Channel 8, if you're from Connecticut. <laughs> Beer news. Okay, beer news. 
Uh, so highlights just around the beer world. Fallout is continuing in the wake of the misconduct allegations we talked about last week. More to come. Uh, also, breweries worldwide, uh, I've read about this in England, also across the U.S., are reporting a decline in production in 2020. Not surprising. A lot of them were closed. Hashtag pandemic. So it will be interesting to see how they compensate this year. Now that tap rooms are open, you know, that's great. But they also, like, you can come into the tap room, but there has to be beer there to be drunk. So they got to speed up production. So just something to monitor. Our first story, we're just going to follow up on some of this misconduct information that's constantly breaking. You know, a lot's been going on in the beer world for the past two weeks. Former president and CEO of Pollyanna Brewing Company in Illinois has stepped down. Uh, He apparently had a history of allegations against him. He had been suspended. HR did an investigation. They said he could come back in March. And then more allegations came to light. So the ownership of the brewery, basically, including his own brother, by the way, basically said uh, GTFO. So he's gone. Most of the ownership at Wormtown Brewery in Massachusetts, I believe they're in Dorchester, but I could be wrong about that. But they're in Massachusetts. Most of their ownership has stepped down as well or stepped out of day-to-day roles at least. There was a barrage of accusations against them. The only owner that is remaining in the day-to-day operations is the current brewmaster, Ben Roche. Uh, The brewery has launched an internal investigation, and many breweries have. Some notable ones include Lord Hobo and Harpoon, but we're seeing it everywhere. Uh, You're also seeing a lot of, you know, evil genius. um, Just a lot of breweries are coming out with social media statements on their Instagrams. uh, So, you know, you can check it out there. And on the other side of the coin, Rachel Anderson, who is a co-founder of Indeed Brewing in Minneapolis, published an essay last week describing the toxicity she experienced as a co-owner of a brewery, saying she was eventually forced out of the brewery as a result. So I just thought that was an interesting thing to highlight that, you know, we're not just talking bartenders and tap rooms here. We're talking, you know, every, you know, everyone on the totem pole from the bartender on up to the co-owner. So it's, you know, it's a rampant issue, which again, like I said last week, not surprising, but it's coming to light now. And I, I hope that it leads to serious change. Unfortunately, uh, not surprising. Um, and here's what I'll say about the social media thing. I, I've seen a lot of breweries, you know, I get it. It's a business and you got to keep it going, but I've seen a lot of breweries that post like, we are so sorry. This shouldn't have happened. And then like 10 minutes later, it's like, try our new double IPA. Like, guys, no, come on. It's bigger than your new beer. Let's figure it out and let's get it together. Um, and then going off of this, you know, we are going to report on this as much as we can. Um, if we miss something, if there's another information, send it to us. We'll, we'll, we'll throw it on here because we really want to spread the word and spread the awareness 100%. Yeah, and I just wanted to... Shout out, uh, last week I, I mentioned Beth Demons reporting over at Vine Pair. I would also point our listeners in the direction of Brewbound specifically. I don't like pointing people to other beer podcasts, but Brewbound does have an excellent, very well-reported podcast that they put out a special episode of their Brewbound podcast with Jessica Infante and Justin... Oh, his last name is escaping me. But they're writers, they're main writers over at Brewbound. So I would suggest you go give that a listen. I listened to all of it today. And it's just, you know, it's it's more in-depth coverage of this kind of story because our show isn't really 
about news. It's just sort of a segment we do. So if you're interested in reading more about it and more about how it's been developing and also hearing some very personal stories from Jessica, which I thought was really nice. She really made it uh, not nice, but, you know, it was really she really made it personal and uh, told stories from her perspective, which I found very insightful. So I would highly recommend that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Music and beer. They go hand in hand, don't they? They do. And I, I, I just love that we have a fun story. Yeah. <laughs> just give me some good news. Yeah, good news. Um, so Crosby Hops, MXPX, and Silver City Brewing are teaming up to create Rock On Crafted Lager. This lager will benefit Sweet Relief Musicians Fund, which provides financial assistance to musicians and music industry workers who are struggling to make ends meet, not just because of the pandemic, but before the pandemic, it helps all the time. Uh, MXPX is providing the inspiration behind the whole creation. Silver City is laying down the recipe. They're calling it a light, crisp, and crushable lager. Hell fucking yeah. And Crosby is providing the hops, Crosby hops. They are bringing forth Amarillo, Centennial, Chinook, Idaho 7, and Sterling. Um, that you can mix and match to create your next brewery hit. And here's the fun part. You can get involved. If you visit rockon.crosbyhops.com, you can participate and actually create your own version of this. And it's very simple. You will literally just go to the website. You'll download the recipe, purchase the hops by July 1st. Uh, You can use the promo code ROCKON. It's all capital letters. You can get all those hops. You can join them all for Brew Day, which will be on July 13th, which is also also International Day of Rock and Roll. Didn't know that. Um, you can create your own label art. You don't have to, but you can collaborate with musicians. You can create your own version of this beer, which is really, really cool. And, uh, you know, for all the home brewers out there, this is definitely something to get in on. Uh, 100%, 100% of the profits uh, from Rock On Uh, will be donated to the Sweet Relief by Crosby Hops. They made that their pledge. Um, All of the items that are purchased between now and July 1st, so you have a little bit of time if you do want to get involved. Um, You can mix and match, make whatever you want. And if you you post on social media, use the hashtag RockOnBeer. Rock on with Crosby Hops. Rock on. Brew some beer for good. Helping artists love it. Yeah. Really cool. And elsewhere in good news, um, by the way, sidebar, it's Justin Kendall. That's my bad. Justin Kendall over at Brewbound. Justin Kendall. That's on me. Anyway, (laughs) uh, beer festivals. Who doesn't love a beer festival? I love a beer festival. You love a beer festival. Gabe, guess what? There's a beer festival coming up. Yay! Thank God. Yay! Wait, where is it? California, Son of a bitch. It's the (laughs) Untapped Beer Festival. Um... It's going to be October 1, 2, 3 in San Diego at Petco Park, home of the Padres or oh. the San Diego Daddies, as I like to call them, because Padre stands for daddy in Spanish. It's Padres. It's not daddy. It makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's this complete sidebar, but the event is being produced according to CDC guidelines. It's the first, and it is the first major beer festival to take place since the pandemic started. We reported earlier this year the Great American Beer Festival is not happening this year, but you can go down to San Diego and go to the Untapped Beer Festival. It's also the first 
official event. So this is kind of the official launch of the live events division of Untapped. Uh, or Next Glass, you know, has this this live event thing they're they're doing. So hopefully you'll see more Untapped uh, beer events in the future. Untapped, of course, is the major social media platform for beer that we use, and we're on there. Engage with us on there. Hell yeah. Uh, so the event itself, more than 70 breweries from around the country will be appearing to pour at the festival. There's going to be four different sessions, and you can purchase, you know, three-hour ticket and get unlimited pours, or you can go VIP and get four hours. Some breweries that have already been announced include Around the Horn Brewing Company, Drecker Brewing, Great Notion, Ingenious Brewing, and Rice's Brewing Company. Never heard of them, but there they are. More breweries will be unveiled in the coming weeks, along with a food lineup, a music lineup. It's going to be dope. For more info, to purchase tickets, and everything of that nature, festivals.untapped.com. Four hours of unlimited pours? Fuck yeah. If we went to this, they would have to take us out in wheelbarrows. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's incredible. In wheelbarrows? Barrows? They would have to wheel us out because we wouldn't be able to stand. Yeah. Is that the word barrow? It's not a, a barrel. barrel. Did I barrel? say? I said barrel. I thought you said wheelbarrow. No, barrel with an L. That makes more sense. Okay. Uh, sorry, that's <laughs> for a loop. Whoo! Uh, I need Woo! a beer. I think that's what I'm getting at here, Gabe. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Um, so I propose fun little toast. Now, I've got two, they're, they're basically quotes. Uh, the first one is by Veronica Roth, a great author. There are so many ways to be brave in this world. Sometimes bravery involves laying down your life for something bigger than yourself or for someone else. Sometimes it involves giving up everything you have ever known or everyone you have ever loved for the sake of something greater. But sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it is nothing more than gritting your teeth through pain and the work of every day, the slow walk toward a better life. That is the sort of bravery I must have now. And my second quote is dedicated to the brewery because it's kind of has a military theme to it. So the quote is, never tell the platoon sergeant you have nothing to do. Gabe. Yeah. We have a problem. Uh-oh. The word is wheelbarrow. I googled it and now I'm disturbed. B A R R O W wheelbarrow. So let's drink some beer. I just I'm really <laughs> disturbed by that and I apologize for thinking you said something wrong which I in mean, fact would have been right. But in fact, you said it wrong, but the right way that... Oh my god, I need a beer! We need several. Here's the thing, though. If you didn't let it go, we'd hear about it in the comments later That's anyway. Exact, so. Yeah, no, I had to bring it up. I couldn't just <laughs> let us make that mistake, but it's really stupid. We should change that word. That makes no sense. A barrel. What's, what's a barrel? It doesn't matter. We're starting things off <laughs> with the B-72 New England 
IPA. It is a 7.2 percenter. IBUs are 72 from the brewery. The SRM chart, they have it at a six, or I would call it, yeah, I would say six, six to seven-ish. It's hey, Stephen, what kind of glass are golden. you drinking out of? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked, Gabe. This is a 14th Star Brewery glass directly from the brewery with their logo on it. And, you know, in other countries, such as Ireland, it is illegal to serve a beer in a glass that doesn't come from that brewery. So we're doing it right, right, right today. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> Beer Advocate has it rated at 93. Untapped has it at 3.99. And it is one of the f- core four, as they call it. They're four year-rounders, or as we are calling it. Anyway. Yeah, I, I kind of dedicated the core four, the four year-rounders, to the core four of the New York Yankees. Uh, spoiler alert, we're Yankee fans. Um, I'm not sure I am a Yankees fan after today, but that's another okay. story. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, there's four year-round offers. We'll talk about beers later, but there's four year-round offers, and I've just been calling them the core four because I think it's fun. So we're both drinking out of this pint glass. As I said, it poured with, I would say, mm, half a thumbnail maybe of sort of frothy white, if not eggshell foam. I feel, like it, I feel like it ended with that. When I first poured it, I had like a nice, decent size head you to had it. More. It, it. It was a nice pillowy, and then it, and then it went down to the thumbnail size. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it has, you know, I wouldn't say it has major retention, but it's kind of in this ring around the glass, and it's still lingering a little bit. It, true to the form, I mean, it's it's very, very hazy. It's completely opaque. You cannot see through it. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be a New England, like so many IPAs are. We don't have exact information on which hop varieties are in here, but the brewery did say yeah. Australian and American, so my guess would be probably some Citra probably some mosaic and then maybe a nice like nelson sovin or like a gold ring or something is, i don't know is, what australian is amarillo australian no idea. i feel like i feel like it's not i have no idea i have oh, no oh, clue i feel like i associate it with australia because it kind of sounds like armadillo so <laughs> i'm pretty sure there are armadillos in australia like armadillo you know like i just immediately go there Sure, I'm I'm there with you. I'm there. I don't with know you. how to say wheelbarrow, so <laughs> me no one does. That's what we learned on that. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> smells oh. like an IPA. Smells like a hazy. Smells juicy. Smells like a classic, like punchy in the mouth. And it's what uh seven seven percent seven seven point two. So this is uh this this ain't shy. Yeah, yes, it does. It smells, I mean, citrus up front. Orange. Grapefruit, for sure, orange. Uh, some tropical is in there. I would say mango, absolutely. Uh, and there's a earthiness to it as well. You know, it's it's that sort of bready, spicy, almost clove-like thing that you find yeah. on some New Englands when they're super hazy. You can kind of detect like a little bit of spiciness or something like it's not it's not just hops and juice there's a level of and it's probably the crackery kind of malts and also just some of the the non-filtered quality of it there's like an earthiness you know the note from the brewery says our b72 new england ipa is coming at you to drop a hop bomb on your taste buds oh damn 
Brewed with copious amounts of Australian and American hop varieties, our B-72 New England IPA packs a punch in a golden haze of juicy grapefruit flavor and tropical fruit aroma. I would agree. I am getting, now that I say it, I am getting a little pineapple-y, mango-y off the smell. Yeah, that tropical citrus, like I said before, is definitely there. It's hidden. It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's the, the main thing you get off of Juicy New England, right? It's yeah. not It's not bitter citrus. It's not like you don't smell this and go, okay, you know, orange peel so much. Yeah. It's more the sweeter side, and it is, and that's what makes it more tropical. Maybe some papaya, definitely mango, pineapple. Pick your tropical citrus fruit here. You know what I mean? Pick your beach. It's the fruits there somewhere. Find your beach. I, you, I see. I didn't want to say it because that's for <laughs> Corona. I, I was like, pick your beach. I was like, well, that's not you, find your beach. <laughs> you tiptoed around it. That's the IPA spinoff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have an ice cream truck outside your yes, window. That I is, was going to mention it. I, I wasn't I wasn't sure if I should ignore it or talk about it. But it, it's, it's like it stops and I'm like, all right, he's driving away. And then it just starts again. It's like I y'all think need. I think he's just driving up and down your street. <laughs> so if you guys want ice cream, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, with that, we're going to drink this beer here. I'm excited about it. You know you know me and my New England IPAs, but I do love them. They're a go-to style, so. Why not? It's a classic. And here's to the ice cream, man. Here's to the ice cream, man. <laughs> okay, this is really interesting because... The flavors are all there, but it's very easy to drink. It's it doesn't really taste that heavy or boozy. Like it's it's really it goes down really really well. It kind of has like a slight creaminess to it, just a little bit, but it just yeah. kind of flows well. Not a lot of bitterness in the back end. Um, more juice than anything. Um, you know, some good carbonation, but uh. It's it's juicy and flavorful and wonderful, but it's very easy to drink, and I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah, I mean, this is um, this is a New England IPA. I mean, I don't <laughs> really know what what to say about it at this point. Maybe it's because we've done seventy five episodes. I'm sort of like, yeah, that's 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 what it is. It's a classic New England IPA. They refer to it as a hop bomb in their description. I would refer to it as a juice bomb myself yeah i feel like i feel like juice bomb is more accurate than hot bomb but yeah your first sips are are juice it's it's it is some grapefruit and it's some mango and all the tropical things we were talking about it's smooth it's silky there's a odie quality to it or a creamy quality to it almost as if they brewed it with like lactose or something but they didn't it's not a milkshake ipa but it's like bordering on that mouthfeel wise it's very creamy to your mm. point, there's no hop lingering in the back end. There's no real booziness. It's just the juicy quality. It's just it's just the sweet juiciness, which is really good. I mean, it's it's balanced. I don't mean to say it's not oh, balanced because yeah. there's there's a uh, malt playing in there. There's some barley, you know, and, and those things kind of interplay really nicely. Mm-hmm. So the hops, the juice, the malt, it all comes together, but. The back end is is subtle. There's no lingering flavor. Um, this is the kind of IPA that you give to someone who goes, I don't like IPAs. 
Because in their head, what they have in their head is West Coast IPA. And you give them this and they're like, oh, yeah, no, that that's very different from what I thought an IPA was. And this will do it for them. I think this beer is good. I think I don't know why I think this, but I think it's just one of those beers that just tastes better on tap at the brewery. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's just fresher. Like we have fresh beers, but I, I just feel like um, it would be so good. Like I, I'm thinking like at the brewery. You know, I don't know if they have this, but like go to the rooftop. You're sitting outside watching the sunset. Um, I, I think it's it's pretty easy going. Like I said, I think this could also be a good like you just got out of a nine to five shift on a Friday and you're ready for the weekend and it's been a long day. And, you know, Karen in accounting wouldn't shut up about her new dog. So you get Karen. home, oh, Karen, always so you get Karen. home and you're like, I need something to just put the day away. But I want something to like really do it this bad boy 7.2 percent yeah this one is 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 absolutely classic like there's I, I could i could load my fridge up with these and whenever i needed one of those beers that i'm not gonna have to think about too much boom easy done 16 ounces put it away mm. no problem i will say i think that makes it slightly dangerous because 7.2 percent is not nothing that no. is that is um, that is a, a a solid IPA. So you could slam a few of these and wake up with a little bit of feeling something you didn't want to feel. You so, uh, okay? I'll say this: you you slam a couple of these, you're hit. You're definitely gonna hit that snooze button tomorrow, for sure. Yeah, you don't want to hit a few of these when you got a six a.m. flight or something like that. God no, because <laughs> it's um, it's dangerous in that way. Look at the lacing on it, though. Yeah, that, I was just about to say that. that that's is, impressive. Yeah. That's it's, pretty. It's all up and down the glass. Um, yeah. So this brewery, like we said, is kind of based solely on, like, military-wise and military views based off of the owners. We'll get into that in a second. But I just wanted to say um, all of the beers that they have, most of them all have organizations where the proceeds go to. Um, and it says on their site, a portion of the proceeds from all sales of our core brews are donated to various veteran organizations and local charities in the communities where our beer is served. And this is a big point for them. They love to give back. And uh, if you go to the website and look at each beer, some of them have just that, but most of them have the exact charity and organization they give back to. Um, I know in our second beer, we, it's a little more specific, but uh, it's really cool to see. They are a veteran-owned Vermont brewery, and they give back to the veterans. So, uh, you know, if you if you buy it, some proceeds will go there, which is really awesome to see. Yeah, I think that's a perfect segue into just talking about the brewery a little bit. If you look Hell at yeah. the glass that I'm holding, uh, if you can see that on Zoom, it says, uh, if you're on YouTube... Brewed with a mission, and that's what 14th Star is about. I think this might be one of the first. I mean, who knows if other breweries are owned by veterans, but it's a core piece of this place's identity is that they it was founded by veterans that, you know, a group of them that sort of started this. They had this this daydream of owning a brewery when they were deployed, and they made it happen. So the business plan originally, apparently, according to their website, was drafted on the back of a notebook by owner Steve Gagner while he was in Afghanistan serving the U.S. of A. Very theme appropriate. This was Memorial Day this past week. Yes. So 
you know, uh, seemed like a like a good thing to throw into the lineup right at this point. Very timely. Thank you for everyone uh, for your service. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing to throw out there is to anybody who has served this country. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And uh, on in the wake of this Memorial Day, we we salute you with a beer. Um, but or two or two. But Steve Gagner came up with the idea of 14 star brewing company when he was there he came home uh he went to a fellow soldier matt kahaya and they worked on the dream and opened the brewery in 2012 yeah and they were best friends they served together um they officially opened the doors in uh 2012 they had a 3.5 barrel brew house that they hand built using repurposed retrofitted maple sap collection tanks hashtag Vermont. Hashtag. Uh, uh, some of this because smooth. What a sentence. Yeah, I, I couldn't find it. What a sentence, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's really cool. Um, and they, uh, yeah, they, they, they made the plan. They came back and they said, we're going to do this. And, uh, yeah, you know, because they are in the military, everything is military themed. Um, if you're on YouTube, you see the can has a B-72 fighter uh, jet on it. Yep. And in 2014, they moved from that three-and-a-half barrel system, which if you're, for the uninitiated, three-and-a-half barrels is very, very, very small. Mm. So they moved to their current 30-barrel system. They moved to a new tap house on Main Street in St. Albans, Vermont, where they are. And if you're on YouTube, you can see it. Behind me, it's this beautiful space with this beautiful wooden bar. Looks amazing. Tapless is over here. People look like they're having a great time, <laughs> says St. Albans on the wall. So now they can produce over 8,000 barrels a year if they want to, and they are absolutely crushing it, rolling out. Um, you know, we mentioned they have the core four beers, and then they have a whole bunch of other beers, which we'll get into, but they have a whole lot of rotating offerings, limited edition, different things like that. Their beer is found in Vermont, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York. So basically New England... Plus New Jersey and New York. <laughs> <laughs> plus plus the extras. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, uh, they give back. They are in support. They have all the veteran-based organizations that they donate to. Um, they're, they're all about this and all about supporting everyone involved, which is really great to see. Um, you know, they, they give back to Purple Hearts Reunited, the Josh Pelota Fund, Make-A-Wish. And so else. many more. Martha's Kitchen, Vermont Adaptive Ski and Sports. They're all listed on their website. Wouldn't load for me. <laughs> but uh, that's, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but they, yeah, it's a big part of what they do. It's a, it's a big part of their identity. And they've chosen to make, you know, not only uh, the veteran history that their owners have, but veteran causes, like a really key part of their operation, which is nice. You know, it's it's nice to know when you buy a beer like that, that it's going towards a great cause that these, you know, that these people specifically have a very deep connection to that they're very passionate about. So it's, uh, it's, it's dope. And it's a, it's a phenomenal brewery. Like I said, we've had their beers before. I've had the, uh, maple stout, which is another one of their core beers is on the wall in the it old apartment. It is on the wall. Yes, we've, it is on the wall. We've referenced the wall before. We have yeah. a 
beer wall in Gabe's and my former apartment. Yeah. And the the 14th Star beers are on the wall there, and I've had their beers up in Vermont. I've also run into them at Brewfests up there. You know, I've gone to I've, I've made reference on the show. To, we've gone to the Burlington Beer Festival. So uh, much fun. I've gone twice, and 14th Star is always there pouring amazing beers. A lot of times with maple syrup involved, because again, Vermont. Vermont. So great beer yeah. is what we produce. Community is what we build. Amen. I love. Yeah, I love this place. And this IPA is like, it's just like it's just like the guidebooks for like New England IPA. Like, oh, you want to make a New England IPA? Well, here's what you're going for right here. Right. Yeah. Whatever's yeah, yeah. in for this, sure. you know. It's it's so solid. It's great. It's very. Um, you know, if you if you know New England IPA, I'm gonna pull a Pete Holmes here. Picture a New England IPA. You got it. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Yo, the ice cream man is persistent. My man is still there. My I, man is still trying. I, I, I think, think you need to go buy a bar. I was just about to say, like, I feel like he's like, come on, Gabe. Like, you were here the other day. Come get some ice cream. I don't know. I, what if I, you went outside and were like, dude, can I get a snow cone and can you please leave this block? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I saw what's so funny is the other day I saw like adults buying ice cream. No kids. No, adults were like, yeah, can I have the, I was like, where are the children? No one wants ice cream. I don't know. Listen, don't kink shame, bro. Some people, some adults want ice cream trucks. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to an ice cream truck. <laughs> Yeah, I or, just I just picture like if they bought one of those SpongeBob ice creams and then, you know, you get it and like the eyeballs are like this and it's all like discombobulated. <laughs> it's like this this is not what was advertised, sir. So, wow, those were the days, huh? Remember when? Ugh. Well, you know what was a you know when I realized I was an adult was when I learned you can buy those like you don't have to go to an ice cream truck to get those. You can <laughs> yeah. get they sell them in stores. Anything you can get from him, you can get in a stop and shop. It's so less fun, but like while That's you're buying groceries for the week, you can go, "Oh <laughs> shit, they got SpongeBob." And just they got grab Rocket it. Pops. There we go. Yeah. All right, final, let's offer some some last yeah, thoughts on this thoughts. B72. Um, I love it. I think it's great. I am going to keep drinking it until it's gone. Uh, classic New England IPA. Again, very easy to drink, which is like weird. Like, I don't get it. I'm kind of yeah. like, what? But I'm not going to I'm not going to ask too many questions. Um, very solid, very f- uh, not fruity, juicy and uh, highly recommend. I think going off of your point was great. If you don't like IPAs, drink this. This will introduce you. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not the West Coast hoppy, bitey, bitter thing that you think an IPA is if you're not familiar with New England IPAs. And if you are familiar with New England IPAs, this is one for sure. It's very well balanced. Like I said, hops, juice, malt, it's all there. They interplay together. There's a weediness to it. There's an odiness to it. There's some spice. It's creamy in the mouth. It's definitely a, a New England IPA experience. So if that's what you like, this one is... 100% will not disappoint you. It's perfect. It's written on the can. It better be a New England IPA. It it most definitely is a New England IPA. Yeah. Also, their can art, I just want to mention, is what I would describe as the exact color of a green screen. This one is yes. one thing, and the other one is worse. Oh, um, yeah. It's yeah, just... The other one... So if it's you're on chroma YouTube, key green. Yeah, it's like black background, green font, and the other can is completely different. And for those of you who know 14 Star, you know what we're about to grab. And I say we do that. 
So number two is an, another IPA. It's the Tribute Diaper. It's the Tribute Diaper. It's a double IPA, and it's going to knock your socks off, bro. Yes, it is. It's ah. 8.1% ABV, Ooh. which is only slightly higher than the last one we were drinking. This one is 75 IBUs, according to the brewery. Beer Advocate has it at 93, Untapped has it at 4.04, and Right Beer, which we don't always get reviews from, but sometimes we do, they have it at 94. Yeah, I uh, I found that. I figured it's a good score. Let's throw it in there. Um, if we had the Right Beer review for the other one, we would have found it. Uh, we would have thrown it in there, but um, yeah, every once in a while we'll find all these other ones, and we like to throw them in there. Um, this is... Are you holding it right <laughs> <Yeah>. now? Yeah. <laughs> This is what oh I my mean. God. It's like literally the color. It's just a vibrant green. Hold it up to the screen. If you're on YouTube, look at the can that Gabe has. It's just <laughs> like literally it's like I'm holding nothing. It's just It literally looks like you're miming There's something. There's the lid and it's That is hilarious. <laughs> that is a first. That is funny I as know. hell. It's, but this one, okay, <laughs> this one is is more, the brewery doesn't call it a New England they also don't call it a West Coast, but methinks we gonna have ourselves a little Westy here because it is a amber color, dark orange bordering on amber. It's cloudy. Wood. Yeah, it looks like wood. It's cloudy, but I wouldn't call it hazy. I mean, when I compare right. it with the other one, this is a unfiltered New England IPA. This is what I would call a West Coast IPA. Yeah, the first one's more yellow. The second one's more or dark orange. Yeah, it's not clear. I mean, we're not talking about a Pilsner here, but it is a clearer version of an IPA. And so that, in today's day and age, turns it into a West Coast, I think. I haven't tasted it yet, but that's my guess. It poured with a little bit of a head. It was kind of frothy. It's a little bit darker than the last one. It's sort of eggshell. Went away pretty yeah. quickly. I'm drinking out of a tulip glass. And I'm back in the uh, 14 star pint glass. I did clean it out and, uh, you know, made sure that I'm not mixing beers because I know a lot of people are going to be like, hey, 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 no, 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 we're good. I'm, this is not my first time. Yeah, I, you never know. I went to a brewery this weekend, which for now will go uh, unnamed, but maybe they'll be on the show in the future. And I was having a beer and I, I, I didn't know how I felt about the beer. And she was like, try mixing it with that other beer you have. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, we mix beers here. And she had me blend the two beers together. And but see, I here's was the thrown for a thing. Loop. It was like when you go to the... It was like when you go to that soda fountain and you put like some Sprite <laughs> and some high C and you're like, it's some, it's drink. I don't know what it is. But there, I feel like at that brewery, it's more like this is what we do. Trust us, rather than oh yeah, I'm just like not gonna clean the glass, like being incompetent. You know what I mean? Yes. No, I stand behind what you did, 100. percent Okay. Good. Good, good. job cleaning I know the a glass. A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. You know. Oh, heads up. All right. From the brewery, our tribute double IPA is a celebration of hops. I love hops. A smooth malt backbone allows five different hop varieties to steal the show with bright flavors and aromas of pine, fresh citrus, and pineapple. And this particular beer, since Gabe was talking before about uh, donating sales and whatnot, this particular beer, portion of profits from it are donated to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, specifically granting the wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions. We That's love incredible. the Make-A-Wish Foundation. 
Yes, that's so great. Uh, I love seeing that. You know, I love uh, a- anyone that contributes to Make Wish. That's that's dope. Um, and why not beer, right? Um, getting uh, I, I we we were unable. I, I searched far and wide for the five hop varieties. Could not find them. I want to say a little bit of Citra. I want to say Cascade. Um, there might even be a little bit of Saz, Saz bro. We can't confirm. Yeah, we can't confirm. I mean, some hop varieties that would not surprise me in here. Cascade, like you said, Galaxy, Centennial, Ooh. Uh, Mosaic, uh, and mm. and maybe Citra. There's definitely a citrusness to it. When you smell this, you do get grapefruit. You do get grapefruit peel. It's a more bitter citrus than the last one, which does lean me in the direction of a Mosaic hop. It does have a grapefruit note to it. But there's a lot of hops in here. Whatever they are, they're dank. Yeah. And what was that one from last week that was new? Hi Hi-U- kick Oh, it or was something? like uh Kai it began with a K. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Kai, Kai kayak. I don't know. I don't but, know. Um there are maybe so that's many, in here. There are so many varieties of hops that we have never heard of, that our listeners have never heard of. We've had conversations with people about hop varieties that we didn't even know existed and you know, that's when you get into the kind of nerdier side of, of craft beer that Gabe and I are continuing to explore. But, you know, as we said from the outset of the show, like we don't know, like we're we're taking guesses. We have general ideas. I know what a Citro Mosaic combo tastes like in a beer. It generally tastes like this New England IPA right here. But I can't tell you specifically off the nose what's in this beer. And I would love to meet someone who could. It's like a superpower. But we're it just really taking is. guesses. Like- so it's like a sommelier for wine, you know. It's like this is a rosé from Napa Valley this year. It's like I, I, I it tastes like a red. I, I, I can't. It's like I don't someone know, with but perfect yeah. pitch. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's rare to come by. Um, um but uh, yeah, it smells a little dank. Not a lot of dank, but a little dank. There's so definitely I th- a dankiness. I think at eight, I think at eight point one, um, fair. Yeah, florality, um, I, herbal, uh, some sweet. I definitely get some a little bit of like honey maybe or vanilla definitely some some sweetness to it and mm. then you know the tropicalness to an extent is there i would say some mango maybe guava but it's but, but some herbal grassiness yeah. to it as well and it's it's hidden it's it's underneath it all but it's there some pine some you know this is one of those beers like they have it at 75 ibus I wouldn't be surprised if it's even a little more than that. Yeah. Because the last one was 72 IBUs, and that one was not very bitter. And the IBUs, again, it's an imperfect scale. We've talked about that before. It's the international bittering units, and it's kind of how we quantify this stuff. But if the last one truly was 72, this one wouldn't surprise me if it was more like in the 80s. Myself, but we're telling you what the brewery told us. And I want to sip. Well, as always, let's get into it. Cheers. Bite me, daddy. Wow. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm only going to, I've only taken one sip so far, but you know what? My, my brain immediately went to barley wine. That's interesting. Um, I no. <laughs> well, I, well, it's, I, I just like, I'm, I'm just getting that sort of like sweet, flavor but it's also really strong but like you don't taste it yeah. that much like I, I'm just like immediately I was just like barley wine I mean for me 
it went to classic double IPA, but that's because, you know, I think the fact that you're saying something like that is like, it's it's almost like a a sign of how ingrained the New England style has become, right? This is why a lot of people say they don't like IPAs because this is so bitter and biting. And if you don't like that, you're not going to like IPAs. And that's why the New England style has taken off. I happen to love that. I've made that very clear on this show. I love this West Coast style. I think it's a dying art form in a way. It's just one that we don't see as much of anymore. And this is delicious to me. It is very sweet, to your point. There's a caramel to it. There's a honey to it. There's definitely a sweetness to it. But overall, the dominating factor here are those hops. Those hop varieties, uh, like the brewery says, the, the hop varieties steal the show. They absolutely do. The hops are dank. They're present. They hit the back of your mouth. They linger in the back end once you swallow it. The beer itself is medium bodied. It's got a, you know, solid carbonation, but basically it's this beautiful, like sweet malt backbone that these hops just like, that's the roller coaster on which these hops just ride in and they just explode in your mouth. And if you like hop bitterness, this is delicious. Which beer out of these two would you say is more toward the West Coast style? Because I want to say the B72 is. No, not for, no. For me, towards the West Coast style, this one, 100%. This is, it's bitter. It's hop forward. The other one is juicy. I would not describe this beer as juicy at all. I can understand where you pick up like a sweetness because there's a caramel no- nature to the. It's very the very sweet, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I think that I, I I'm just still stuck in this whole like. It I don't know. It's not a normal double to me. It's it's kind of in. I feel like this is the cousin of the barley wine, and I'm sure I'm wrong about that. But that's just where my brain is going. This is resiny to me. Yes, and that's why I think I like it. You know, there's. One of my favorite beers, we've had it on the show, we've talked about it on the show, it's the, it's called Resin, it's from Six Point, mm-hmm. and it's like 105 IBUs, and it's a, it's a resiny, bitter, biting, West Coast double IPA, but it's almost so bitter that it's sweet in a way. Yeah. Because it is, it, it's, again, it's, I, I think of resin, like tree resin, literally. Right. Yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah. It's... It's it's kind of mind blowing how you're like, all right, double IPA, here we go, and then you know it's like, ooh, what's that? You know, for it, t- it tastes like Vermont. Yeah, I think it's um, it, it to me this beer represents Vermont very well. I, partially just because Vermont is the Green Mountain State in the can, as you cannot see on YouTube, <laughs> is I I will never get over that. It's pure green. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I was like, I either need to not show it or make a joke of it. But no, you have to show That is so funny. I literally thought you were just like miming for no, us. I, I was like, what's he? I, oh, he's holding the can. <laughs> but it's 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 just, it's it's green. It's luscious. It's luscious in the mouth. It's boozy. It's biting. I think the, the booziness is present. I don't think it's hiding as much as it was in the New England I think this is a sturdy, solid double IPA that I love. I would comp it, if you're familiar with these beers, to Hetty Topper, to Sip of Sunshine, staying in the Vermont 
state. I would comp it to both of those double IPAs. I think it's right along the lines with both of those. Uh, Road to Ruin, if you're in Connecticut. It falls in line with all of that to me. It's one of my favorite beer styles. I love it. I think it's a great one. I wouldn't call it dangerous. I would call it sneaky because I think you can taste the booze a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think it's hidden pretty well. Like if you didn't know the ABV, I think you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's like, eh, you know, it's up there. But mm, yeah, this is another. Uh, yeah, you're going to hit that snooze button tomorrow. All right, Gabe, time for you and your companion to talk about all the can art that I cannot show on my Zoom screen. Ah. Can Art and Crafts. Yeah, welcome back to another edition of Can Arts and Crafts. We're going to go in order. The B72. It's got a black background with the letters B72 uh, in bright green. And I love this color scheme, just me personally, like the the gr- the black with like the highlighter green but it's also got the the B72 plane on it the graphics are kind of shining it's really comes forth it looks bold it's big it's beautiful hairspray fans where are you at and then we've got the tribute and as you can't see or as Steven can't see it's just straight lime green with the tribute logo uh, or it's a tribute word just printed right there with big hops all around all the stars are glimmering and shining across the can. 14 Star has this kind of uh, logo theme with the stars all around. And, you know, for the veterans, it makes sense. You know, you think of like, you know, the American flag. It's got stars on it, you know, things like that. So um, uh, it's very patriotic and patriotic and very, very forward and very fun but simple at the same time uh for those reasons i think i'm gonna give it a 6.5 to 7 out of 10 i think it's solid i think it's straightforward all of the other cans are kind of in this similar field with all uh military like designs on them um they've got another ipa with like a soldier on it they've got another one with uh, I believe they had a plane and a tank and things like that. So for those reasons, I'm going to give it a 6.5 to 7 out of 10. Uh, don't fight me on that. I can give whatever rating I want. Bob Ross agrees. Bob Ross also is patriotic. And Bob Ross is also saluting our veterans on this day. And that is another amazing edition of Can Arts and Crafts, baby. <laughs> Yeah, so what's on tap at this brewery? We mentioned the Core 4. For some reason, you're referring them to Yankees, and they are the B-72 and the Tribute, as well as the Follow Me and the Maple. The Follow Me is a maple, or sorry, the uh, Maple is a maple stout, breakfast stout, and the Follow Me is an American IPA. And then they have... It's a session IPA, too. It's super easy, crushable. I think it's like 4.9. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I just immediately off the top of my head, I was like, all right, B-72 is Jeter, Maple Stout is Posada, American, uh, Follow Me IPA is Andy Pettit, and Tribute is Mariano Rivera. Are we just like, are you just, is that an actual, like, are... are, are That That is the core four. They are the four Yankee players that have been with the Yankees the longest and that have, I believe, started and finished in New York. And it's, it's Jeter, Posada, Andy Pettit, and Mariano Rivera. They were known as the core four 
and I just associated it with beer because I'm a Yankees fan, and that's how I roll. Okay, that's fine. I wanted to be sure you weren't just picking those four players. Based oh no, on no, 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 it's legit. Because like thing. two of them made sense, and two of them I'm like that was a little sus. Um, <laughs> but they have okay, so they have seasonal brews as well. They have you know the right now listed their uh, raspberry Vermonter Vice. Uh, they've got a Oktoberfest that they do every year. They have a Valor Ale, which is a hoppy amber ale, which sounds delicious. They also have some Hell limited yeah. releases that they do from time to time. We've got a coffee IPA in here. We have a Citronade, which is a New England double IPA that I'm guessing was brewed with a whole lot of Citra hops. I would assume so. They also have pilot batches, which I... You know, the the more exclusive the beer, the more excited I get. Naked Maple is one that comes to <laughs> mind that I, yeah, that they have on right now. Maple series. They've City got Brown. a wee heavy Scotch ale. <laughs> wee heavy Scotch ale. They also have a Maple City pumpkin ale, and if you blended maple and pumpkin, Bang! exclamation point! Bruh. Sign me up. That's like a pumpkin pie, pretty that's, much. That's that's. Ridiculous. That's a match I can get behind 100%. So 14th Star Brewing, if you're in New England or the Tri-State area, check out their beers. And if you're in Vermont, get your ass to St. Albans. Go to their brewery. Have some of this shit because it's really good. And one last one. One of their special release bottles. It looks like a, what would you call that? Not a 750 milliliter. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe or maybe yeah. 500, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but the twenty five thirty five bourbon barrel aged imperial stout, bruh. Yeah, that says it. That's, that's, <laughs> what do we have to do to get our hands on that? Aged in Heaven oh. Hill bourbon barrels, by the way. Heaven Hill oh. bourbon, delish. Notes of dark delish. chocolate, dark fruit, coffee, vanilla, and oak. Ten point eight percent. Sign me up. Uh, if I was able to get my hands on that, we would have added it to the show. It would have been beer number three. You can't. It's, sure. it's no longer in production. But maybe someday. Why? <laughs> Please. I just want to. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it makes sense to rank these beers. They're both IPAs. But I just I want to give another. Uh, I, I always like to. I like to thank breweries when they brew West Coast IPAs. So thank you, yeah. 14th Star, for keeping the West Coast style alive. I appreciate it. Top heads around the world appreciate it, and I love a New England IPA, but please don't let them win. We have to keep the West Coast style alive. This is delicious. The New England is great. If you like New, New England, they're both great. It does they're it. both awesome. But this it, West Coast just, is you know, ridiculous. Yeah, we're you know, especially us from New England. It's like I we made a New England IPA. Yeah, we know. So did every other brewery. Exactly. The West West Coast style. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but. We got to get out of here soon. Last call. You are correct. We do have to get out of here soon. And that means it's last call. Gabe, take it away. So this is another NSFW. And every time I see it, I have to say it in my head. Not safe for work. But this is how you have fun in life. I want to be friends with this guy. <laughs> so, there's a man. His name is Nicholas Hale. He is a singer and comedian. He lives in England. He made a decision, more or less, to go around the world anywhere he can 
to visit places with funny names, naughty names. And some of these names are real naughty, which makes me think, who the hell is deciding the names of these towns and streets and stuff? Um, he is, you know, just going around the world, just finding... He sometimes goes out of his way to find the place, but sometimes he runs into it and he thinks, oh my god, this is hilarious. But he has traveled far and wide for the past 26 years looking for some of these named places. And I have to say, some of them are just so funny and for reference these are some of the places that nick has visited and i'm not making these up this is legit fucking now named fugging in austria turkey cock lane in the uk this place is just called cunt in romania dick hardstray which roughly translates to dick hard street in germany Bell End in Rowley Regis, Muff in Ireland. That one's blocked out. I, I can only imagine it's Suckerton or Sickerton or something like that. Cunt's Wet Metro Station in Belgium, Wank Mountain in Germany. And yes, I am going to read them all. Yeah, I can't but believe Cole I, Lane. Can I be honest? I really didn't think we were going to read these out. Oh loud. no, we're going to do it. I said <laughs> not safe for work. I know, but just hearing you start to say it. <laughs> Just as you went on, I was like, wow, he's really going to do this. It, it This it, place is called Butthole Lane. I so I this story, I uh, this story came across my Facebook a few weeks ago. And so when you brought it up, I was like, yeah, let's do it. It was picked up by the mirror. Of course, British. Of course, the guy's British. The British tabloid picked yeah. it up like it all fits. What yeah. I love is that apparently it all started when uh, as a child, he drove through a place called Wet Wang and I just love that as an adult, he's like, no, I need to find all those places like that. That was the thing that set him off. I mean, like I've driven through some by some funny street names and you turn to your friend, you go like, that would suck to live there. And then you move on. Keep going. But this, Not guy this guy was like, no, Not Nicholas, this is my mission in life to go to yeah. every wet wang in the world and he... And it's all it's it's never, you know, in America. It's always just like awesome out of, you know, country places. I do know there is a uh in Connecticut, I believe it's called Myanus. M I A N U S. Myanus or Myanus, but that is how it is spelled and that is legit. So we have that. This guy's got a shot of him outside what I can only assume is a bar called the Glory Hole. The Glory Hole? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's been to some really beautiful places. Crotch uh, Crescent. A shop called Tits. I mean, who's coming up with this shit? It's hilarious. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but like, what mayor of the town was like, yeah, no, we can call it that. Like, who? Thing <laughs> Ring like Ho everyone... in, in Essex. Thing <laughs> Ring Ho. Oh, my God. Wankhead Upper... Stadium in India. Upper Dicker. Neither thong. Upper thong. Penis Upper stone thong. in Barnsley, UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a great list. If you uh, are interested, check it out. I, it was either this guy or someone like this guy who was doing a similar thing, but it's it's amazing, and it's 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 more often than not British people. I don't know why British people think that naming a street Titty Ho Lane is appropriate. <laughs> Or when it was appropriate, but they do it a lot. Titsy run fart. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. That's going on the list of the fantasy football team names. Is that so- is incredible. But yeah, this guy, Nick, he's just going around the world, finding all these places, just having the time of his life. And I'm telling you, cock shoot close. I mean, come on. I, I want to be friends with this guy. Like, he looks like he's just like, this is how you enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, he went to a company in Austria, a company, a business called Wank. And I want to know what they make. What do you do? Cause Sex toys, obviously. That's, what else would they that's make? That's where the mind goes, but I hope it's not that. I hope it's something like, like we... It's like car insurance. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah it's something weird. We it's sell like, like printer toner. <laughs> <laughs> we sell color printer. Yeah. And it's like, why do you call yourself Wank? Well, that's the guy's last that's, name. He runs the business. We don't know. Oh, my God. I just love, I love the commitment. I love everything about it. I love that he, it started as a child. He never let it go. His parents were probably like, are you going to get over this at some point? And he's like, I don't think I am. I think that I need to I just love how in every photo he looks like he's having the time of his life. He probably is. Oh, my God. He's like, I found it. And his teeth need some work in true British fashion. British, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I I think if we found, if there were some breweries out there with these kinds of names. Oh, my God. We would be like, everyone stop. If you're not familiar with the hop, dig back a few episodes because back uh, last summer we did an episode on Licking Hole and it's one of my <laughs> favorite episodes we've ever done to this day. That's our, yeah, that's our that's our one so far. But I, feel I don't like... have the number in front of me, but that is one of the best episodes we've ever done. So, yes, we are children. That's the kind of highbrow <laughs> beer analysis you found here at the hop with Gabe and Steven. Welcome to it. The and, glory hole. And if we titty hole. <laughs> It's, we it's will just, travel. We will get on a plane to go to a brewery called Glory Hole Brewing. <laughs> this one's just called Muff. Uh, <laughs> this is incredible. Like, who finds this? This is this is amazing. We are children. We are. Uh, we understand that. But uh, but Nick, we love you, man. We want to hang out. We want to grab a beer with you at the Glory Hole. You're preferably free. at the Glory Hole because. Why wouldn't we, you know? All right. We got to go. Guys, thank you. 75 episodes. Wow. Holy shit. We made it this far. Uh, If you liked what you heard, comment, subscribe, send us a review. If you didn't like what you heard, come back next week. Maybe next week we'll do it for you. I don't know. Worth a shot. Maybe next week will be your week. Yeah. Drink good beer. (laughs) Love each other. Stay safe. Peace out, guys. Cheers.